0: Are you ready for this? We're,
1: We're here! here. Yay, <laughs> Hi, what's
2: your name?
0: I'm Jill Fowler. Hi, I'm Ron Popiel. I chose anybody. Hi, what's your name? I'm Tom Purvis, trainer to the trainers. Hi, I'm Mike Levy. Hold on to your power rod. But wait. What are you doing? Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call or log on now. Call now. Call right now. Call in the next 18 minutes. Call in the next 16 minutes. Call in the next 7 minutes. Call these numbers right now.
1: Hello and welcome to Call Now, where we plunge headfirst into the surreal world of infomercial. And while we can't offer you free shipping, we can guarantee that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are definitely those of this network. Thank you, Tim. My name's Dan Sturdivant. I'm joined as always by my co-host on this three-man we've known as Call Now. You're going to meet a man that some people call the viceroy of value. In the count of all things culinary, Mark Pedrani. Hey, Mark. Hello.
3: This is awesome. I always feel razor sharp, even after I cut a hammer.
1: We're going to double check those filings and see if you're telling the truth. The problem is is people have been lied to. But first, we got to meet the man that most people call the king of the kitchen and the great American inventor, Dave Sandrini. Hey, Dave. Yeah,
4: you can call me Alexander Graham... By the balls. Oh! Well, it's about time. All right,
1: Daniel. For all of you out there in TV land, if you missed it, please check out the link to the full Watch Party episode, both as a podcast and on YouTube, because last week we got to join the Popeyll Morris family reunion. It was filmed on location during a cutlery sales presentation, and this week it's a paper thin slice of heaven. We're going to chop and serve all the details on the Ronco Showtime Six Star
0: Plus Knives. This is a paid program from Ronco. Welcome to
1: Showtime's Great Knife Giveaway Show. Oh, my finger. I wish that we invented that slice sound. Like the... I wish that I had that just playing at all times. Like when I opened the door, I want that sound to occur. Or I want it to be my text tone. It's so satisfying. And that's how they open up this beauty.
4: It's the famous Arnold Slice. I think that a lot of sound effects are stock. Like you'll hear them, certain ones a lot of the time. And that one in particular, I don't think I really heard before. I don't know how I could do this at home with any other machine. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: very nice. That's sweet. It feels good. It's like a yeah. warm blanket. And that's important to me.
3: Isn't that like the smallest <laughs> knife you could ever think would cut a pineapple?
1: But these are these are frozen though. Like
3: could a knife be any smaller to cut a pineapple? How do you prove a negative?
1: It's pretty impressive.
2: I don't know what to say really.
1: Like, it's not like it's a sword. You mean width? You gotta have the right length blade. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah.
2: Choose your blade.
1: Have you guys ever done that? This is
2: fun.
4: You wanna try the paint Come stick?
1: More? No. No. Have you guys ever taken a, like a piece of fruit and gotten weird and like done that?
4: Uh-uh.
3: No, I'd love to. All right. I've definitely gotten weird with a piece of fruit, but I
4: haven't cut. <laughs> no,
0: don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad. I think the
4: weirdest piece of fruit I've ever gotten weird with was a watermelon. I never went crazy on pineapple. What'd you do to put your foot in it or something?
0: What would you think if I put dirt? The watermelon.
4: Did you smash it up? We used to smash up pineapples
1: as kids. That happens. Are you serious? <laughs> um, But no, I've done that before with just like, like I bought a pineapple. Like, oh, I'm going to cut this up anyways. I've always wanted to do the swipe. So I took my good chef knife and I just plunging right in. Right through it. Right at it. felt nice. great. It feels so good. Sometimes, mm-hmm. what are some other things I will do that with?
0: Are you
2: going to
1: tell us? Like, a, oh, zucchini is another good one. I'm just going to run through some zucchini. Because it's mm-hmm. tough enough to hold. Yeah, because it's kind of tough to control, right? And you can hold it in the air and if you have a good sharp knife. That's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So
3: Cucumber too. Yeah.
1: I've never done that. I oh wore God. my pink clothes. Yeah, get a little cuke chop. Yeah, Mark, I forget that you're a blade boy. I don't see any reason why it would be. Yeah. I'm sure that you have more knives than I do. I've been a rich man. But I spend more time, at least I think, or have historically spent more time as like in like the kitchen space and thinking about it more from a culinary aspect. Mm-hmm. How many push-ups you want to do here, pal? Mm-hmm. I often neglect the fact that you're like a legitimate knife guy. We're practically the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, does any of this stuff mm-hmm. have any extra appeal for you as a man of the slice? First of all, you gotta know why the ball hooks and slices.
3: Well, I mean, thank you so much for bringing up me being a knife guy.
1: Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. I mean,
3: Matt Pedrotti <laughs> and myself have always been considered like the second- Any relation? Do you like Hot Bud Sunday? Uh, brother. All right. Okay. We're like the second Blade brothers. Woo woo, woo, penny, woo. So there's Benny and uh, Brian Blades. And then mm-hmm. there's Mark and Matt Petrarotti.
1: Yeah, it's a wazi, it's a it's a. Yeah, it's on your Wikipedia page.
4: I remember that. Yeah, it's just right. take a look on the internet. It is, yeah.
1: Goodbye.
3: No, I th- we've always been obsessed with knives.
4: What was the first knife you ever had, Mark? So it was
3: definitely a, like a Swiss Army knife or something like that. But I remember going to New York City one time when I was a kid, big city, and I always collected knives. And mm. I was always like, "Oh, I'm afraid of New York City. Someone's going to bring all my knives." Sure. And I had like six knives in my pocket
0: i literally
3: did that and we went to the statue of liberty and we're all going through the metal detector like i'm with my family and I don't think they knew I had all these knives. And I go through, <laughs> and they're like, dude, six knives. on uh, like a little kid. I oh felt six God. knives would protect me from what? From New York. The liberty of the United States. We'll even include a blank card that reveals our
1: American Eagle when you put on your attack glasses. Yeah. Quick question. Did you survive the trip and return home safely? Yeah, I
4: think my six knives did too, so. And
1: it worked. You can't say yeah. it didn't work. So yeah, yeah prove it didn't. <laughs>
4: How do you prove a negative? How do you prove a negative? You use a successful deterrent. I did, yeah. It's like nuclear weapons. You're like, we don't ever want to use nuclear weapons. And then they say, well, actually, we use them every day as a deterrent. I have to have
1: my china. (laughs) (laughs) Mark also had a sign that said, don't fuck with me. I have six knives on me. six to eight shots. People are like, oh, that's a deterrent. I can Mm -hmm. tell that this 11-year-old boy is carrying six knives. I did not want to hurt myself. I don't want to deal with it. Mm
4: -hmm. That could be a crazy 11-year-old. one. We will stay away from that crazy 11-year-old.
1: My other daughter, Lauren. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm going to be over here. I'm going to be over here. Cool, man. Add a little butter while you're waiting there, man. That's great. (laughs) Enjoy,
0: Lady Liberty. (laughs) But wait, order today, and you can get a second pair of tap glasses.
1: (laughs) Enjoy freedom, brother. So let me ask you, are we better? Well, I mean, to walk us back to the Showtime series. That's the whole system. This was our first jaunt with Ron since Thanksgiving. Mm. Can you believe that? I believe you've got some very pressing problems. So yeah. I don't know how we've avoided El Padrino for this long.
0: Daddy, it's perfect.
1: But I'm glad he's back. Right. And I don't care what you guys say, I love Ron.
4: Hey, Ron. Dad. I always mm. have,
1: always will. I'm completely in. Jump it in. I'm <laughs> such a fan of watching him work. And even <laughs> with the awful ADR, I guess this is part of his thing. I should say more things about these knives. Go for it. Go
2: for it. Yeah, that's all right.
1: You say a lot about everything. He's like, (laughs) I'm going to say more about this knife. They're like, sounds great. (laughs) All right. All right. So, first of all, it's not done yet. (laughs) And maybe more importantly than Uncle Ron is now we have the proper context coming off of the 25th episode, Call No At the Movies extravaganza, Pitch People, Mm -hmm. where we. Really stoked the fires for our love for Arnold Morse, a.k.a. The Knife. You did a good job. And we got to spend the first 10 plus minutes with him. buy loafs of meat. Staring down the barrel and doing everything that we became so enamored with during Pitch People. That's why you're going hungry and you come out (laughs) starved. Just doing what he does best. It is a a full tank. Cutting it up. You
2: don't slice the tomato, you caress it. Wait,
3: Din, who is that? Who? 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 What are you, fucking out? Arnold Morris. I didn't catch his name in it. I just saw this guy, Ron's cousin Arnold. And over here, my cousin Arnold. Ron's cousin Arnold. Two Utes. Mm. Is that the same thing? Does he, No. Did he not get his real name in this thing?
1: Hi, what's your name? Didn't
3: need to. Now you don't have to
1: use eggs. He is bigger than the business. He's bigger than the sport. I
3: disagree. The gentleman will sit. This was a you are lower than me arnold a slight the gentleman is
4: correct in city that was a village shot smashed by
1: the magic bullet
4: he was slandered you want a bet uh-huh slandered him completely
1: hey we have we have an official bet
4: yeah i think it's mutual he's like you can come into my round world but you're kind of just pretending that we're all one big happy family
1: daughter, Lauren. are the yeah. checks mutual dave this is a mess no
3: no
0: Uh
1: uh-uh. no no but he's lower
0: you lift up out and down yeah arnold's done all right So first of all, it's not done yet.
1: This is Clemens only pitching the home games. I think he misremembers. He's like, I'm good. I don't need any of this. you
0: need a handsaw for this? He's like,
1: yeah, we'll do it at the studio that I live near.
0: You can just sit there.
1: And I'll come and I'll just do the night. I'm not staying the whole day. I'm not going to stay the whole day. I'm going to stay until I hear the applause. They say you did a good job.
4: He runs nine minutes. There's respect there. Kills it. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. This is not real, right? Exactly. He didn't marginalize him. Go ahead and stand right here. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Nobody. He used them. For nine
1: minutes. So within 10 minutes, you can have everything
4: ready. To sell yeah. the Ron
3: popil knives. Two ways. Yep, The Ron Code knives. Yeah. It's two ways.
4: Did you see the cutaway where Ron laughs? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, but he laughs at a joke they like invented like 50 years ago.
3: You ever go to a Chinese restaurant? Yeah. It's not something you'd laugh
1: at. It's still really good. Listen,
4: I don't know how to process it. I just know that it happened. I know I loved it. And I thought it was significant. Okay. Yeah. Because Ron... Just scary. He is. And I feel bad for Arnold.
1: Don't feel bad for Arnold, man.
4: He lived a great life. He could have brought his cubes on. Meh. Nah,
1: I don't know what Arnold's progeny got into. I love you, Dad. On the other side of that road, we see two of Ron's daughters, where we have Shannon and the infamous Lauren, my other daughter, Lauren.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Which one was on the last one we watched? Was it Lauren?
1: Lauren yeah. had FaceTime on the 5-in-1 fryer with gloves on. My daughter is over here. And she was also <laughs> in The Pasta Maker as a child. <gasps> This too, right, My mom right. Dialing, and she made the chocolate pasta you're
0: making the chocolate
1: pasta mm. chocolate pasta tastes good
3: from scratch
0: and she
1: had a real great time with that but <laughs> here it was uh shannon was doing literally all of the legwork as she presented the knives to arnold which was kind of the first tip into like oh they want to give you every knife. Thousands and thousands. Under the sun.
3: Rock the bikini again. Which was
1: at first, it was kind of like, oh, my dad wants to sell another knife. He wants to include this too. And it was like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. And just kept happening. I was like, oh, uh, I guess this is just what this show is. And then even after they're done with that bit, Ron's just like, you're going to need a bigger boat. How many eggs? Because I'm sending you every knife. Every. So fucking buckle up.
4: Yeah. I liked that technique.
1: I liked that. What?
4: That was different. Like watching the board Fill up like the graphic oh, yeah. board with the knives. We haven't mm-hmm. really seen that. And that was sort of pleasant to watch. You were like, oh, another one. Yeah, it's a good another, point. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was a cool technique, but then it goes completely wrong and he just starts putting flavor injectors into it. And you're like, oh.
0: It's the Showtime Solid Flavor Injector.
3: Oof. Okay. Yikes. Dave, did you ever play Hitman? Do you like Hot Bud Sunday? I did, yeah. Remember when you pick up a gun at a level and get filled in the empty spot on the board yeah. in the shed? You're yep. we like, oh, I don't have the sawed-off shotgun. Like, that's what I yeah. assumed with this thing right here. It was actually kind of a cool
4: technique. It's the form. Yeah. Um, it definitely looked like an armory. Absolutely. Yeah. And Dan, yeah.
3: this arsenal of knives is called the Statue of Liberty Pack. That's <laughs> <So, which laughs> what you
1: get with this? <laughs> this. This is the Freedom Pack, brother. You got red, white, <laughs> blue handles for you, pal.
4: The Welcome to New York. How many knives did you bring to Lady Liberty? You're like six. Or,
1: oh, congratulations. shit, I can't hear you. You're over here in our VIP section.
3: And here's a boning knife
4: thing. <laughs> it's like what the guy that goes to Ruby Tuesdays in Times Square from New Hampshire brings. To New <laughs> I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We've
1: talked about, I think we've mentioned only a couple of the knives by name, but so like the show comes in hot with Steve Bryant, welcome us to the... Showtime Great Knife Giveaway!
0: Welcome to Showtime's Great Knife Giveaway Show!
1: Alright, so that's a little bit of one of my favorite things is the fake TV show. Today on Better Golf. Type of thing. And actually now that I say that, it is more of like the, the telethon atmosphere. Not mm. quite like qbc ish but like so frantic and frenetic, where it's like Full House. We love our children telethon. I'm
3: gonna sing the song. I'm singer. You're drummer. Right.
1: Yeah. Where I was just waiting for Michelle to come out and start singing how much she loved lollipops and gummy bears. Cut it out. <laughs> uh,
4: it's a live show. Got a long show, folks. Proper live show.
2: Yeah,
1: they're coming right at you. Right at. Steve Bryant is still. Steve Bryant. I don't see any reason why it would be. And Ron was looking for any excuse not to shake his hand at the beginning, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, I shake your hand. <laughs> I but I'm going to down. look at these. These
0: what are knives that I have, and I have a drawer like this at Because he like walks
1: right out to him, and Steve's like this, and Ron's like, I've got this drawer full of knives. He's like, all right, can we shake after? He's like, no. <laughs> Dumps the knives and starts doing something. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Stop
4: laughing. It's not
1: funny. I'm just putting my thoughts on this. They're probably fine. Steve calls him a close personal friend, so. And I'm proud to call
3: him my friend. Which is always kind of weird. Yeah. Ron's like, not so crazy
1: about you. All right. Anyways. <laughs> I'm not so proud of him. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Ron's like, I love you like you were a member of my family. It's like, ooh, 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 ouch, Ronnie, take it easy. I love you like my cousins. <laughs> Thank you, reptile. I love you like my other daughter. With gloves on. Or
4: the other other one.
1: <laughs> What do you think, folks? Right.
4: <laughs> I like to imagine his family is like not inheriting his narcissism <laughs> that he needed to survive. And they're kind of yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, dads. They have like their own normal thing going on and they just kind of watch him like he's a TV show. They're just people. He's yeah. like,
0: whoa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the name of this product is awful. It's my biggest critique of it is it's the Ronco Showtime six star plus series. Knives,
0: Was it difficult to what you did right now? Which is
1: too much, but it kind of matches the product set where it's 25 pieces of cutlery that replaces over $840 worth of everything you want to cut ever. Plus that lovely $30 solid flavor injector. Mm-hmm. I'll take it and I'll plunge it in and I'll just
0: inject it right into the center.
1: Ugh, for just three easy payments of $1,333. Three easy credit card payments of 1333 You don't even notice that. That doesn't even touch what you're paying in interest every month. <laughs> Who mm-hmm. cares? The knives, the knives are free, right? Who cares? The bank's giving them to you. Stupid bank. No oh, nothing. Pfft, suckers. Give me all that free money. Ha <laughs> ha. Thanks. <laughs> but the quantity of the knives was questionable. How many eggs? Mm-hmm. Steve Bryant continues to raise questions for me at least. Yeah. But- It was around the time that they just started and continued to lob bombs over the pond to Germany that I just kept asking, why?
4: Religion, greed, money, sex. But why? 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 And as always, it's easy to dismiss this stuff as a joke, but we have to consider the wise to be Cho. And... There are a lot of them. Production stuff, it's easy. We have a a live and willing audience, which is great. It's fun to watch. This is
0: fun. You want to try the paint stick? How about you
2: folks right here, okay? A
4: true pitch from our man Arnold. You don't
2: slice the tomato, you caress it. Doing a
4: solid nine minutes on camera. No big deal.
0: And this deal gets even better. And then he
4: hands it over to the walking coma known as Ron (laughs) Polk (laughs) Jesus, Ron, you know? right. I still don't get it, guys. Ron isn't funny, <laughs> but everyone laughs.
3: Sometimes funny.
0: Ron's
4: recipes look disgusting. I've never had bread that moist before. But everybody drools. Worst
0: pasta.
4: Ron's knives are unnecessary, but everybody buys. I know you're dying for a piece of this. It seems that he really isn't doing anything different from our other pitchmen other than he's Ron.
0: Hi, I'm Ron
4: Popeil. That's it. It's as
3: simple as
0: that. Nobody
4: looks like him. Nobody talks like him. And nobody does it like him. I don't know what it is, but there it is. I just can't tell what it is exactly that he does better than the rest of these guys. So I'll just guess. you going to tell us? I think it's generational. We millennials are seeing this commercial atmosphere as a place to be properly cynical.
3: Let me see that.
4: We look at a commercial or something and we say, we want to make fun of this. Whoa, cowboy. The medium is a joke. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The medium's a joke. The world is a joke. So please, God... Somebody just tell a good one. You're right. Ron is not of this world. Prestige worldwide. Why? 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 He's old fashioned. You've got me. He's like a photo from Life magazine. And I brought you a picture. He's a promise of a better kitchen. It's better. Better supper. We are better. And a better life. Your life's going to be better. That a generation of people really believed in. So,
3: are we better? Yes, we are
4: better. And guys, it's time for us to acknowledge the full on connection between. Religion and capitalism. a man, he had a beard. Because why not? It's Tuesday. Frozen drink. He came us. from a different period of time. That's the only way to explain this. Have you ever seen a commie drink a glass of water? Because otherwise, I can't figure it out. War is too important to be left to politicians. Hey, just look at his audience.
3: How many people in my
0: audience have vegetable juice extractors at home? In this one, yeah.
3: They're from the same time. Yeah. I told you to take it easy, group captain. Yeah. This is preaching to the choir
4: it's no different than church like what's going on there is no different than church it's like you could have a a church service and then you could go to ron's thing and buy things and it would be the same exact thing it's like there will be blood i drink your milkshake
1: he drinks your milkshake yeah i drink your milkshake yeah (laughs) the ronco milkshake yeah I'm gonna show you the greatest milkshake stealer you've ever seen. It's Carl Schapomati. He is from a different generation. He's eighty-five years old. She was
2: only fifteen years so old. So when
1: this was filmed, he was probably seventy. Sixty-four. Right. He mm-hmm. was great for seventy, by the way. Yes, he does. He's born in nineteen thirty-five. <laughs> and he's been on TV pitching since the mid fifties. Crazy.
4: Is he older than Arnold? He's younger. Rest in power. The Pitch Arnold. People doc gets you just thinking that there's so much comedy. You have
0: to be financially constipated to walk away from this deal.
4: Camaraderie.
0: Did we just become best friends. And
4: like a little bit of silliness to everything that they're doing.
0: Durable space age plastic.
4: You just don't get any silliness from this guy.
0: Create a variety of loaf. And coffee can breads. It's Mm. like not dead serious. A honey pecan turkey.
4: It's light enough.
0: Spicy jalapeno
4: poppers. But it's kind of intense. And my coconut
0: shrimp is now done. I
4: think that people are digging Ron's intensity. Audience,
0: do you like stale, broken tortilla chips?
4: That he worked that hard to give you this thing. It took
0: me over 10 long years to invent a fryer. You know? Yeah.
4: It could be a character
3: too. I also know my own commentary. Like he yeah. could be playing a character that we've all just been watching forever. He may be a different person, like I don't have any unfiltered Ron moments. You can't smoke in here. I saw the unfiltered Arnold in that documentary and I'm like, dude, I like this guy and like yeah. now I get him as a pitchman person. But like Ron, it's like, I'm wondering if there's a side of him that I actually don't get. What has
1: happened to you?
3: But I'm afraid it's not the case.
1: I'm not him. Well, we touched on it a little bit during the pitch people discussion that we would had where we talk about likability, right? And Arnold is exceedingly likable. Mm -hmm. Like you'd buy whatever he was selling just because you're like, oh, that guy was funny. He's cute. It's like, oh, that's good. You know, you're getting what you get with Arnold. It's going to be kind of that sweet message. With Ron, I don't think that it's lack of being genuine. I think this is genuinely Ron. Uh Uh-oh. I think he genuinely is addicted to this stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's why he still does it now. That's why it took him 10 years to invent a fryer.
2: Which you'll find in the turkey frying chart.
1: Because he's just always doing this shit, whether it's his company or not whether it's his name on the box or not, your culmination of your experiences and the culmination of his experiences is only trying to tinker with things until he has something that he can sell. Or even at this point of this infomercial, he has the credibility, right? Where he can just lob 400 fucking knives at you, blame Germany and be like, send me $40. People are like, that sounds fair. And something that's fairly fast. <laughs> yeah. I have no issue with it. I feel like, to me, this is the guy you're gonna get. He
0: is the American
1: inventor. Right? I don't think yeah. there's anything fake or false about him.
0: You're about to become very surprised, Mimi. I don't think
1: he's probably all that nice or pleasant.
0: I've never been able to hit anything like that before
1: and get away with it and it'd be okay and it'd be leaked. But I think he's
4: incredibly interesting. I think we kind of discovered what has worried me about him, which is that every time we watch one of these things, We need to enjoy it in some way. Heat up, guys.
0: Tell me how good that
4: is. And usually that's because the pitch person is a kook. You have a good nose. You know what I mean? Yes. In some way, shape or form. That's right. Like they're always a character. I like you. And this guy is like devoid of character.
0: As you can see, it's a very tight hole. He's
4: like anti-character.
0: Here I am in the light row. But
4: again, I think in some weird way. I figured it out where it's like, he's not for us. People have this preconception. He that is completely not for us. Don't panic
2: and reach for the seven words. He's not for right. our
4: entertainment. Back
2: that and that way.
4: He's a wholesome thing. Off the bone, baby.
1: It's
3: interesting, Dan, when you were talking, I kind of had like a thought, it's like because he's the inventor of this stuff too, he'll always defend this work he does. And I feel like because he puts his name on it, he invents it, he's the one that has to be Ron Popeil to sell it at all times. Like it's all packaged up. And then I then look at like a Mia St. John. And if I did meet her out at the colony mall, if I met her there and I asked her about the contact body blast, she'd be like- She wouldn't have remembered it. Either, I wouldn't remember She would not know what you were talking about. oh, that piece of shit thing I did. Like she would have thrown it under the bus.
1: Dude, I bet it doesn't even register with her. Yeah. Well, because she's had unimaginable personal tragedy in her background. Yeah. God bless. Mm-hmm. And also she's accomplished like real things in her life too. Like being a WBO champion as a okay. boxer. International boxing champ, cover girl and mom, Mia St. John. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I bet that's just like one of the shoots that she did. And since it never went, I bet she's like, the what? I don't know what to say, really. What the fuck are you talking about? Fairly confident that's the response you'd get from her if you asked this. Where Ron, if you asked him about anything that he's ever pitched from his days standing on the streets in Chicago to inside of Woolworth to selling the goddamn turkey fryer, he could tell you every stat, item, degree, Mm -hmm. everything about every one of those products inside and out.
3: Yeah. And he could tell you every time he failed and every time he learn something from it. It's his fabric of who he is. Hey, I get it.
4: He's Daniel Plainview. His family is there to help him sell his little boys in the basket. I
3: want to
0: introduce to you my daughter, Shannon, my other daughter, Lauren.
4: are there to help him sell things. It finally kind of clued in this time with his family getting rolled in that I'm like, oh, they're just there to make you look like a family man.
2: Have us over for a nice family meal.
4: You know. Yeah. So does that make Arnold his competitor? Good question. I'm glad you went there. I think it's more diplomatic, I'm with Dan. I think it's, yeah. you know, he's not a monster.
1: That's pollen, that's
0: animal dander.
4: He's a capitalist, but he's not a monster.
0: Whoa, <laughs> you're right, this is a mess.
4: And I think that why not bring my cousin in to make a few bucks to do a few good things here. Yeah, the point you made about this making it look like he's a family man. My
1: family are Italians. It kind of illustrates it further where it's important to him to appear to be a family man. They- Pressure cook, Excel, it's part of my family. In that sense, he's like, yeah, I have no problem with having a family. Families are fine. Mm -hmm. I love wives. I've had three of them. Like, that's great. He's in for that. If he was a true monster, he wouldn't be selling shit. He'd be cutting people up with those knives. (laughs) The stuff with Arnold's like, no, I think he sees him as a contemporary who is someone that he likely respects for the work that he has done, who happens to also be a near relative as a second cousin.
4: And he's probably, as a neglected child, pretty narcissistic. So it's like, if you can come into my world and play a role in my world, that's okay yeah, with me. You're really impressed. I'm cool with that. I'm Ron. Hi, I'm Ron Popeil. Arnold
1: is the knife. Did you look at that as a breakthrough a little bit?
3: Lunging right in! With Arnold
1: like for Ron's psychology? I think the psychology
3: and just maybe the... But it was more for, yeah, Ron, just being like, oh, I can open this thing up
4: to whomever I want to. Real people just like you. No,
1: I think it was
4: expedient. And that'll be done. Right.
1: My most likely scenario is that the companies that put these things together, that produce these shows, Ron just invented all these knives. And
3: they were invented uh, about 117 years ago. He's
1: putting them out. And someone says to him, why don't you just have Arnold on? He's like, what? Just have Arnold on, dude. He's the knife He's barely mm-hmm. doing this shit anymore. Run him out there. Let him have his farewell tour on your show. How great would that be?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And Ron was like, no. And they're like, well, All right. what we're indicating from some of our groups is that if you have Arnold on, you're likely to sell up to 40% more knives because of people in his age bracket who are more likely to buy from him out of nostalgia. And he says, well, where is he? We need to start shooting. It's like, oh,
4: yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do nine pages of script.
1: Yeah. run not do scripts?
4: Because- Arnold has that, yeah. That's
1: my sense, is it was more of like, Mm. oh, you should have this. Why? Because he's family? No, because it'll make you more money. Oh,
4: good. Let's do that. I like that. I like when my family does that. I like
1: that. (laughs) I like profiting.
4: (laughs) Right. I do want to say, because I didn't totally go into the production stuff, because we had to analyze Ron. We,
1: oh, and just, I'm sorry, just for everyone listening- we all have doctorates in psychology.
4: Yeah. we. I don't
1: know if we've mentioned that explicitly. Yeah. Um, well, we
4: said we go on Reddit threads. Right. right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yes, doctorate in psychology. So, Good. sorry, I just wanted to make sure that everyone had the proper footing, knowing that our expertise is rooted firmly in this. So, yeah. Without further ado, David, continue. Yeah.
4: Thank you. I'm glad you said that.
1: Race is tough. You know, I'm glad you said that. Yeah.
4: I like this production. It was nice to see a true live audience that- wanted to be there mark were they real people were they really there were they automaton? definitely yeah they, they were definitely there yeah no argument with that one the live show was cool cool stuff slick stuff neat stuff and yeah a few of these they've done like if they brought someone like arnold on then ron would not be on set off the bone baby it was cool that ron was on set you know what i mean <laughs> like and he's laughing for whatever reason but it definitely gave it an energy Watching it back, and I was like, "This is a, I like this. I think they should do more of these." It went quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. the testimonials
1: were the slowest part. That's the best part, which is weird because there's such quick cuts. That's an automatic cutoff. Mm-hmm. Usually, those they feel like they go quick, very, very fast. And it might just because I, I still go to Ron's church. I still put three bucks yeah. in the in the cup. <laughs> yep. I'm just like, oh, I want, I want another knife. What do we got? What else you got back there? Come Can on. You please bring it?
4: me another knife on a pillow, because <laughs> that happened, guys, many times. Yeah. Sort of like a sacrament. We seen the body of
1: run. Yeah. The body of knife. The body of knife.
4: <laughs> Can we title this one the sacrament? <laughs> but no, it was good. I like this. Oh look at that. Oh. It's sizzling. Like crazy. Yeah,
1: obviously I liked it. All right, Daniel. Mark, I feel like just because of Arnold, that keeps you from hating it. He's so sweet and likable that- That's sweet. That even your dark heart has to appreciate some of it. Yeah. It's a feel good tale.
3: Yeah, you get to see Arnold plays hits. And you know what? Sometimes you pop in the now Fucky five yeah. and you just like, <laughs> you just go back. Keep your back straight. That's what Arnold is to me.
1: I don't
0: eat meat. Yeah.
3: yeah. Ron's a God-speaker.
4: yeah how about when Ron steals Arnold's tomato bit that he already used ten minutes earlier? The
0: slice a tomato so thin with this knife; it really only has one side. <laughs> Tomatoes get kind of expensive. You make one tomato last you all winter long. That's a good way to do it. Huh? That was weird. Yeah, I didn't yeah. catch
4: that the first time. Yep. Yeah. You'll be eating this all week.
0: You're gonna have
4: lasagna for tonight.
0: You'll have it for Wednesday, next oh. Sunday, and you know
1: you could even freeze it and serve it next week.
0: Right.
1: How'd that feel going out? I wish he just said, like Arnold said. You know what I mean? I know. Look Mm -hmm. over that side of the set. And with all the ADR they did, they could have chucked that in afterwards. They could have. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, just have Ron's head turn. Yeah, you see the Mm -hmm. back of his head, like "Like Arnold said, then come back. You eat this for a week. All right. There's a reason there weren't as many laughs. Yeah. yeah,
4: the conversation in the back must have been like, "Oh, Ronnie, uh, you kind of, you kind of took my joke there, <laughs> right? What money, cash, hose? Yes.
2: I mean, that was a big turkey, man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: boy, here's life with my cousin. <laughs> hey, Ron, did you hear the joke I did about the tomato and how many times you could eat it? No, Didn't think so. Great job out there, pal. I'm going back to Asbury Park. Do you want to come with me? Just kidding. <laughs> and Ron's just like, right, I do yeah. need another pack. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 are they
3: mowing curly, <laughs> the two of them?
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't want to spoil it, guys. But This episode is brought to you by Three Stooges Coffee. Head to threesstoogescoffee.com slash call now. Sorry, podcast put on the end of there. The other call now is a different thing you only get 18% off of that. Us, get 20% off. We're talking about value. It's time to handle some awards, guys. It's Ronnie time. That's now. We all know infomercials love to claim that the products they're pitching are award-winning. But let's not forget, they wouldn't have any of those imaginary awards without the hard work of the stars of these infomercials. And that's why each week... The boys hand out the Ronnies, their acknowledgement of the greatest moments of these informative and supposedly objective works of art. They're named in honor of the godfather and patron saint of TV pitchman, me, Ron Popio. Hey guys, do you want to talk about the Ronnies? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Okay. All right, let's just, let's just do it. Let's just, let's just talk about him, okay?
3: Ronnie Turioff?
1: Just us three. We're going to do the Ronnie Turioff Awards. Okay. Best power forward from Gonzaga who played for the Knicks. The nominees are Ronnie Turioff.
3: They'll be soaring. Turioff!
0: Met him at the top! What a
1: block! <laughs> what about the best running back from
3: Auburn, drafted in the first round by the Miami Dolphins? Ronnie Brown? Yeah. Okay.
1: Ronnie Thank Brown, you. wow. I tell you what, man. That's Ronnie Brown, man. Wildcat! You guys want to go off the
4: rails? Right.
1: Hey, it's a Ron Ronnie, so the rails are greased just for our usage. And listen, oh. our first category, our first award, as usual, the Lynn Gerhardt. There's a treasure underneath. Award for best value proposition. And guys, this award just goes to Ron. He said it. It's the greatest value he's <laughs> ever put together. It's your greatest value ever. There's no need to try and pick something here because he's just giving you a million dollars for 40 bucks. So congratulations to the godfather himself, Ron Rompopiel.
4: Yeah. Can we dissect this just a little bit? No. With a knife? (laughs) It is a good deal. You're getting you're getting thirty knives, sixty-four like a buck fifty a knife or something.
0: That's about a dollar and a half each. It's not
3: forty dollars.
4: And you can buy them separately. Do you remember that part?
0: Ron will sell them to you individually. Yeah, and you could buy a steak
3: knife for like fifteen fucking dollars.
2: What about steak knives?
3: Yeah, individually.
2: I know that you sell these steak knives individually for seventeen ninety-five. Am I
1: right or wrong? <laughs> I wish that was a catalog that was sent. What if Chris S. was just buying his one steak knife in his apartment to go to cut my tomatoes? Acted as a stovetop and an oven all in one. I slice them mm-hmm. with a the showtime knife. I get one steak knife for my meal. Chris S.
0: No, don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad.
1: I just have one set of flatware just for me They're. That's too sad. Even Ron doesn't want to do that. <laughs> oh. No, I was joking. I meant to say two. Because most
2: people will get two of them.
1: No, we know now. Uh-uh. Bye. <laughs> Would you
4: rather have a wall of
1: knives? <laughs> I want that board. I really want to eat it. I want that display. That's amazing. Yeah. They are for the block. I want the wall. <laughs> that knives out board. With- yeah. Oh, great crossover. You <laughs> should have plugged it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah.
3: I mean, they were too busy plugging the uh, the rotisserie.
1: No, no, it was Man, COVID. <laughs> Did COVID start in the rotisserie? I can't remember. Fuck. Yeah. It's so confusing. Pork. COVID
3: 94?
4: 30 pound rod. Yeah. Times a flat circle. We are creatures that should not exist by natural law. Up and down. And around.
1: <laughs> no, but seriously, Ron gets the award, mm. and I'm really proud of him because he deserves it more than anyone. Congrats, Ron. What do
0: you think about the value of these knives? Remember, folks, if you call now, you'll receive over $840 of the finest stainless steel cutlery that money can buy. and That's about a dollar and a half each. You can forget the $840. And don't forget, you get the $30 solid flavor injector absolutely great. Audience, what do you think of that?
1: Ooh, boys, boys, boys. We got some new categories tonight. We got some new awards to hand out. Cool. This one is the Joe Fowler Plunging Right In Award for Best Showtime Knife Demo by Arnold. Am I right or wrong? So that lovely front third of this infomercial where Arnold the Knife Morris uses the title piece of the display, which is the Showtime Knife, which is an interesting knife. It never dulls. It's serrated. It's got teeth on it and fork something. He goes through a number of items and I would like to know which one you felt was the best demo by Arnold. So
4: hmm. our
1: first nominee is Arnold versus the tomato with the old knife, because I love that bit. Even though it's not the Showtime knife, it's what cues it all up. It's where he smushes the tomato with the dull knife. Classic. you ever try to cut a tomato with one of these babies? You have the pineapple hack, Whoosh, da, 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 where he's just more than happy to chop. A pineapple horizontally sitting on a table, which is a lot of fun. I recommend it if you can do it safely. We have the tomato chop, where you just let the weight of the knife chop it. Which I wish he let go of the knife and saw if it would cut through, because that would be very sharp. I don't think you can do that. The weight of the knife alone does the cutting. He did his meat demo, where he was cutting a grapefruit and talking about cutting loaves of meat. Buy loaves of meat. Love that. He did the can cut with the aluminum can and talk shit on aluminum for being so thin, because back in my day we used to cut steel cans. But here we used to take and cut up a can to show you. They they, they used to make these cans out of steel. You could probably still get an old can, Arnie, but you know yeah. he did the aluminum one with that butter. Did the classic the frozen spinach bit, which they've been doing for for millions of years to simulate bones and other hard hard items that you're going to need to hack through. This is solid frozen food over here. Look at this. And last, but certainly not least,
2: the hammer. So I'm going to take this solid steel <coughs> hammer, and I'm going to cut this hammer
1: up. The hammer gag, it's been around as long as knives. I would love to know if Arnie is the one who invented the hammer, if he was the first guy to bring it in. But every knife infomercial demo, all the guys who did knives in the fair circuit and pitch people, Everyone's cutting a goddamn hammer. You can cut through ham bones, chicken bones, frozen food, disjoint joint turkey. I'd like to believe that Arnold invented it. Am I right or wrong? He goes for it, classic, yeah. cuts the hammer, checks the shavings. Can you
2: all see the filings that came off of that hammer? Had it come somewhere, right? If it came from my knife, I'm in trouble. If it came from the hammer and Uh-oh. it's still sharp, I've got one heck of a knife. Wouldn't you say so? And
1: then comes back to the tomato.
2: Sing! I yeah. loved it. Okay. Would you say, ladies and gentlemen, that this knife is still sharp today, tonight, tomorrow, next week, next year, for the rest of your life, you never, ever have to sharpen this knife. Arnold the Hammer Morris.
4: I'd like to think that if he didn't invent it, Arnold would know exactly what the origin of the hammer was. But these are all great. They're all good. And I think they're all good because Arnold is amazing. You know, like that's why Arnold gets nine minutes.
2: It is a a full tank.
4: Because he can do a chopped tomato, a pineapple, an aluminum can. This is why you can engage people for 20 minutes on the pier. Do
2: you like hot bud sundaes?
4: Let's get down to brass tacks. Okay. Sure. The hammer's great. It's definitely a gimmick though. Pounded with flavor. Mm. The frozen spinach is great. Making spinach linguine. The aluminum can is great. Also a gimmick.
3: You know what? Even when I use 10 snips and our metal working, it's not that smooth. The
4: filet of the grapefruit is great.
3: I got some uh, filets for later on.
4: For me, it's the chopped tomato and the pineapple, which are both really cool, (laughs) but just really showing his knife skills. And I think that ultimately that is what sells this to people. If you watch him cut A tomato, the way he does. You don't slice the tomato, you caress it. I would buy the knife because of that. Or the pineapple. You're like, this is doing something that I can't do. I don't know how I could do this at home with any other machine. That's amazing.
2: Incredible, baby. Incredible.
4: You know what I mean? When it's really his
1: skill. It's interesting, the tomato slice thing, because typically if you use a chef's knife, you're not going to really be dragging the blade as much as you do with a serrated edge. Mm -hmm. Which isn't a bad thing, but you're right. I would never think to do that. The other tomato demo that I'm remembering that I've seen before, too, is they'll flip the knife over so the blade's facing out and just drop a tomato on it. I think that's a Chef Tony bit for the Miracle oh, Blade, yeah, which is split. just a rip of the Showtime. But mm-hmm. yeah, I love that, too. You just drop the tomato on the blade and just let it fall off to the two sides. That's a mm-hmm. great one.
4: Tomato over pineapple, but go ahead for Okay, me. so
1: tomato is the final vote yeah. there. The hammer feels right.
2: I'm going to cut this hammer up. But
1: the tomato is so satisfying. Yeah. So... Mark, where are we headed, man?
3: You guys stole what I was gonna say. I was gonna read it the same way Dave just read this. I'm glad. It's
1: the tomato you
3: put in your stew. Tomato. It shows yeah. you who This it It's just who I am. Shows his skill. Like, can I show you something? This guy is playing all the hits, but the chopped tomato—that's him. That's yeah. who he is, and. He's got some of the best hands in the business. I'll watch him chop anything fine. Actually, the grapefruit's not bad too, but... Remember, that's a grapefruit. The tomato stuff just sticks out
4: the most. It's like a boomerang. (sighs) Like, if you watch someone who can actually throw and catch a boomerang, you'd be like, Mm -hmm. I will buy that right now. And you may never be able to do that. We'll call this the boomerang.
1: Yeah. He doesn't look like a knife guy.
4: Mm-mm. If I've never
1: no. seen him before, I looked at him. He looks like, you know, he'd be- Struggling with a fishing lure because of his chubby fingers? Yeah. yeah. God yeah. damn it. For well, pocket fisherman.
4: That's what's so great about it. The people who can <laughs> actually do this are angry chefs that will never want to show you how to do what they're doing.
3: We're cooking with air in the Phillips air fryer.
4: Yeah, they're too busy. Yeah. Their hands are too fast. Yeah. Ooh. They're professionals. <laughs> Arnold can do both. Yeah. Yep. And we love them. And that's important to me.
3: It's like when you see a, a really, really amazing brewer that isn't a white guy with tattoos and a beard. <laughs> you know, it's like,
1: what? How yeah. did this happen? Yeah. It's like, oh man, were you sick on Beard and Tattoos Day? Shit. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ruby Beard and Tattoos Days. It's my favorite. It's like, no, anybody can do this with the right opportunity.
1: People have this preconception. That- with the right beard and tattoos. He also did the great thin tomato bit that we touched on before. Where he's talking about how you cut it so thin.
2: Don't laugh. You go into a fast food restaurant, they've been using our knife and the same tomato for six weeks.
4: Mm-hmm. See, so yeah,
1: you're going to laugh, but you look under the buns. Does this look familiar? you go in hungry, you leave starving. Am I right or wrong? I was, all right, this guy,
4: fucking yeah. Arnold. I didn't even understand that. It was just funny. And I was like, okay, keep going. Oh, all right, all yeah. right.
1: That tomato will last you six weeks, and this Ronnie will last a lifetime. It's the tomato. And I think even Mm. the bonus cut too, where he comes back to it after the hammer, right? Where he cuts up the hammer. The hammer is just a prop to show you how great the tomato is in hindsight. So hammer, he never had a chance. Not in this economy. I'm going to jail. It's tomato time. Congratulations to Tomatoes and Arnold the Knife Babies. You ever try to cut a
2: tomato with one of these babies? Oh boy, you poke it, you stab it, you jab it, you give the, oh my goodness gracious, the poor tomato has a hemorrhage. Let me tell you something, when it comes to slicing a tomato, you don't have to slice the tomato the way the knife alone slices it. You don't slice the tomato, you caress it. Look at this, with this knife, one tomato will last you a week. Ever go into, don't laugh, you go into a fast food restaurant, they've been using our knife and the same tomato for six weeks. Here, pick up the bug, look underneath. Does that look familiar? That's why you're going hungry and you come out
0: starved.
1: All right, boys, it's time for the Nancy Nelson.
0: Hi, what's your name? Formerly
1: known as the Terry Scott. Looks magic. Award for best testimonial. John. John. Only one of these fine folks is named. And it's our first nominee. It's Terry. Cajun Legrini. Not Terry Scott. I can't believe this. I'm telling you. It's this. Terry, the martial arts teacher. He was named. And look at you. What's your name? He wishes that Ron invented this knife 15 years ago. It took me over 10 long years to invent a fryer. Because he's got expensive German knives. You know,
0: I bought an expensive set of German knives. Cost
1: me over 300 bucks. He only got five of them. cost me over $300.
0: And all I got were five knives.
1: And some of these knives are actually as sharp or sharper than the samurai sword he uses. You know,
0: I teach martial arts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we
1: have mm-hmm. the woman who is a self-proclaimed trained chef. I'm a trained chef. Who's been using the same German knife since 1976. My one and only knife. Oh, Jesus Christ. She said that she got it from her grandfather, who had stowed it in a lot... Oh, sorry. No, that's that's a different thing. Sorry. It's the only knife she's ever <sighs> purchased, and the whole set is cheaper than what das German's offering. Turns out that... It cost me more
2: to
0: buy that one knife in 1976
1: than it does for this entire set. There's the woman whose dad who wanted to test it. My dad wanted to test them out. He did so by cutting drywall and
4: chicken. So he took the knife and he cut the drywall with it. And it came out sharp as it was before. And we even cut chicken with it later.
1: Great. We have (laughs) Cheese Nana, who loves the cheese knife. I absolutely love the cheese knife. Because they make pizza and you put the thin slices of mozzarella on there. Nice
3: thin slices. Wonderful. Uh, we
1: have the blonde informal barbecue host.
2: Last week I was having an informal barbecue. To
1: skin the salmon in front of her guests with a sportsman knife and cut the skin off, and it cuts so easily. Okay. We have the man's man, the eyebrow ring and <laughs> goatee, sir. I like the cleaver because it's a real man's knife.
4: Oh, the cleaver by far. It's a real man's He's knife. Like, All right.
1: All right. <laughs> and he also says something out of context. He goes, it chops straight through my ribs. Chops straight through my ribs. <laughs> Your ribs (laughs) straight through straight through ribs. Okay, he
4: was just in round lingo.
1: Backpacker. Yeah,
4: my is a big thing.
1: My daughter. My other daughter. My
0: cousin. My fabulous. My Showtime knife. My chef. My cleaver. My cheese knife. My professional. My easy-to-use Showtime knife sharpener. My latest inventions. My new solid flavor injector. My beautiful. My giant. My primary. My favorite. My $60. My $70. My two different size pairing knives. My large. My boning knife. My unbelievable. My entire life.
1: My, yep. We have Joseph in the Magic Technicolor Dream Shirt, who paid $700 for an 18-piece set. I paid 700 bucks for an 18-piece set. He's nice and just
2: as good. Sucker.
1: And he was going to buy two sets for his daughters and one set for his sister and her kids. Buying three sets. Okay. Oh, awesome, man. <laughs> you must have just been prompted to do the holiday shopping bit.
3: All your gift shopping, for right. any
0: holiday, uh-huh. with one toll-free call. Steve
1: sucks. All right. We have Wilfred Brimley, who... <laughs> before he was diagnosed with diabetes, was all about the quality. And so the knife becomes an extension of your arm. This is a unit that if you have it, you will use. Yeah, Patrick Duffy, who had easily the most rehearsed bit, he brought his own prop. <laughs> I don't know. And he calls out Ron for having to take responsibility for telling people they can cut anything. So my girlfriend cut the white pages in half, and now I got names and no numbers. And now I only have the names and no phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mm -hmm. I mean, hey, you got a second chance at love, but you know, you're gonna have to get wait till next year for a new white pages. We have our next nominee, Patrick Duffy's ex-wife, who says that it cuts an onion like a tomato. It went through the onion like it was a tomato. Because if you just say two vegetables, that's a simile. Mm -hmm. We have the other mom who loved the tomato sawing action. I just
4: took one little sawing action and it just went right through and I just went
1: Wow. I was like, I don't. Swatch Arnold, he says you, you don't got to do that. You just be gentle with it. You don't slice the tomato, you caress it. We have Tammy, who is in a single income family, and even she can afford those credit card payments. I, even I can budget for thirteen thirty-three. We have David Keckner, who is bald and beautiful. Why
0: don't Dean and I hang out? We have
1: Dustin Diamond, rest in peace, who just is in there for a blink and only says, this knife says wonderful, and he's gone. peek And he is gone. <laughs> (laughs) We have Gramps, who loves hunting and fishing. I do a lot of hunting and fishing. Date Night Kathy, who loves cutting steak and getting dressed up to be on TV. I am dressed for dinner. And we have Not Whoopi Goldberg, (laughs) Anna DeVere Smith, who says she loves the boning knife. I had the
4: confidence with this boning knife.
1: And Julia Stiles, who thinks the prices are great.
4: His prices are amazing.
1: And she can't hardly
4: wait. Nice. She's not in that.
1: Doesn't have to be. (laughs) 10 knives I hate a, I hate about. No, it's more than 10. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Must love dogs. <laughs> I heart Huckabees. Born Identity.
4: Born on the 4th of July. So
1: you think you can dance. I'm from the rich part of town. You're from the wrong side of the tracks, but who cares? So let's dance. So that one's good.
4: <laughs> Save the last dance. You think you're smarter than a fifth grader. Oh, man. This is great. Oh, sorry. Is she an O? Yeah, she is an O. Are we still doing the show? Well, we went on a Julia <laughs> Stiles riff. Which is fine. Happens. That's all right. We'll do a whole episode on Julia and Patreon. I was at a concert with Julia Styles. That's actually for the Patreon. Aren't you good? Just you and her? No Uh
1: uh-uh. uh <laughs> What show is it? A band song
4: Interesting So it was actually A deer tick show Destroy your own conclusions. Oh my god Who were also Fans of Blue Blocker sunglasses Which I'm wearing right now This is not real right? The only glasses That make blue light Go away
2: We're the ones That do those The commercials For Blue Blockers Shout out Sugarman <laughs> Well
4: thanks Kimberly Mark you gotta take this Cause we're losing it Over here it
2: has not lost It's potency Right Yeah
4: I'm gonna take this to So Just don't pick Tammy
2: We have a single family Income like most People
4: in America these days. Boning
3: knife identity. My boning knife. The boning knife supremacy. <laughs> Fall off the bone. Whoopee. Julia Stiles. I would have picked Patrick <laughs> Duffy's ex-wife. I used uh the larger slicing knife. But she cut a hammer like a tomato. It's like I'm working a muscle against a muscle. But it was an onion
1: like a tomato, so <laughs> that's where I really draw the line there. Yeah, she should have gone off the reservation with it. Like how Ron's cutting shoe leather. Here I have some shoe leather. Like she should have been like, oh. It cuts shoe leather like a child's foot. I want to play a game. What? I don't...
4: <laughs> Why?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, You're not uh, the bellman. Very
3: similar. Those are very similar things.
1: It severes tendons like cornmeal. I'm a bacon fan. Mm. You can't use any of this. Can you stop? Say two vegetables. Oh, fine. I mean,
4: if you have trouble with empathy, right. I guess you can make those connections. <laughs> Dry
1: and wet together. Oh, I can oh. do them both. No. Uh-uh. I have to go
3: with the woman who put in the addition on her house. <laughs> and cuts drywall and chicken. Like uh-huh. she tells the story about how she's doing drywall and then we cut chicken with it. Her dad did it. She didn't even do it, her dad did Without it. Without ever saying we washed it. Jesse, how'd you find it to clean? We made sure it was sanitized, sanitized or something. I feel like they built a house and ate right away. Mm-hmm.
1: Go. It was the 90s. <laughs> The knife was so good, we finished adding the addition <laughs> while the rotisserie was still spinning.
3: So this is the rotor racer. I'd heard about it. I'd never used it before. Like it was yeah. faster
1: than the chicken. And then we cut the chicken with this knife. Thank you, Ron. And then
3: she's like, dad, this chicken's a little drywall.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible way to describe dry meat. There's a lot of dust. The drywall,
3: it's always dusty. It's like drywall. drywall. Let's go to the drywall. I just thought it was a pun. <laughs> Would that be a compliment? If you kiss somebody and they were like, you kiss like drywall. Wet,
2: you gotta have it wet.
3: Would that be a compliment? No. No. Uh-uh.
2: I don't think so. Oh. I don't know what to say, really. No. God. I'll be right back then. I
1: wouldn't take it as a compliment.
4: Try to use <laughs> your like drywall. You're as sturdy as drywall. No, that doesn't work. She
1: did all the work. You hide all of my wires in plumbing like drywall. It's so fast
0: and easy, it plunge cuts right into the drywall. Now look at this, you're not cutting into any dangerous live
1: wires or plumbing. Yeah.
4: Not bad. Not too bad. Not a bad attempt. You just have pipes and wires in your
1: coat. It's not only expensive, that's dangerous. Yeah. We have a new term for when someone robs an Ace Hardware.
3: You're getting drywall. I think
1: Bobby's drywalling the store right now and he has mm-hmm. wires and
4: pipes sticking out of his Believe
1: coat. you've got some very pressing problems.
4: Yeah. <laughs> what are you in for?
1: Plunging right in.
4: Drywall. Flicking butts. Yeah. It sounds like the kind of thing that <laughs> Paul Rudd would say in a David Wayne movie. like. <laughs> Everyone's celebrating food, and he's like, it tastes like drywall. There was another (laughs) character that was just as important as the two of us. New York City. (laughs) That's like some good Paul Rudd shit is pathetic. Uh, Give me a printout of Oyster Smiling. Anyway, I'll be disappointed if any of us pick the same thing here, because these testimonials were crazy.
0: Sizzling like crazy. Dan
4: said the Patrick Duffy one was the most rehearsed. I think they all sounded very rehearsed in a weird way. He had a prop. He brought an item Yeah and, Yeah he did and, But Yeah that's a good point I, I'm just gonna get right into it do real
3: quick Or he did that
4: there Which is worse Yeah <laughs> Or he did it for Ron With something else <laughs> I love you Ron I'm
0: not that crazy about you <laughs>
4: Which is weird Yeah you know? Jody Foster Mr. Duffy Step by step is still on He brought it to the altar That was his sacrament Yeah <laughs> uh, Guys I'm picking Cheese Nana We like pizza Cause Cheese Nana She's sweet Was rehearsed and In fact none of our stuff is rehearsed And you could feel The kind of anticipation that she had to being on camera and you were kind of like don't screw it up nana please don't (laughs) screw it up and it's great for cutting the mozzarella nice thin slices and you know that she gave this earnest response to it it's classic ron she was classic ron so i gotta pick cheese nana she's getting the let out classic ron i like that one a lot because i know it definitely was rehearsed but make it very clear
3: nothing that you're going to see today has been rehearsed she believed in what she said
0: Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that
3: whole bit was not rehearsed. Yeah, I
4: think. Yeah, that was like a lady's big opportunity to get on a Ron commercial.
3: Oh, it's wonderful, and I'm not a cook. Wait till my husband finds out I'm going to buy
1: this machine. Are you really? Oh, yes. Yeah. I-, I tell you, I don't cook. This is
4: amazing. And I bet it made her day. And that's important to me.
1: Pretty great. I think you're right. It's going to be a split pot because mm-hmm. for me, the eyebrow ring goatee <laughs> guy is ridiculous.
4: <laughs> Thank God. He
1: is such a snapshot. Of this time of mid 90s guy trying way too hard.
4: Oh, the cleaver by far. Man, Mm -hmm. just
1: great goatee, great eyebrow ring.
0: It's a real man's knife. Just talking about the cleaver. My $70 heavy duty stainless steel
1: cleaver. That's an intense knife to really talk about. And again, the (laughs) straight through my ribs thing. Through
3: my ribs. Dave, you think this guy listened to a lot of someone? You know what? I
4: was just thinking this (laughs) and I was going to say, this is the kind of guy that's like, you know, can't we just like Nirvana and 311? (laughs) That's all I can say about this guy. Like those CDs are right next to each other. There's an angry audio file somewhere that he explains it that way.
1: Yeah, he still goes to a record store just to have that debate. And they're like, guy, get out yeah. of here.
4: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, China's eating our lunch.
1: Come on, man. <laughs> how, 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 many, how many push-ups on dinner, pal? I got hairy legs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, when the pool's this deep, you knew we're never going to swim the same direction, and that's okay. The
3: water is the biggest problem we
0: have. So
1: we can send out at least three Ronnie's to Cheese Nanny, multiple one, to Eyebrow Ring, Goatee.
4: It's a real man's knife.
1: And to the woman who's dead was cutting drywall and and chicken, hopefully together. (laughs) Congratulations
4: to everybody. My dad wanted to test them out. So I let him take one of the knives and we're doing an addition on our house. So he took the knife and he cut the drywall with it and it came out sharp as it was before. And We even
2: cut chicken with it later. I absolutely
3: love the cheese knife. We like pizza
2: and it's great for cutting the mozzarella in nice thin slices. Wonderful.
4: Oh, the cleaver by far. It's a real man's knife, chopped straight through my ribs can flip my burgers with it with that lifetime warranty i even thought about cleaning the grill with it
3: oh actually can we throw a fourth out to zarp just <laughs> just
4: because
3: <laughs> shout out zarp, shout out zarp. yeah, yeah. Zarp too? what is your name zarp what is it zarp z-o-r-p what do you do zarp? uh kind of all around weird guy uh live balloons magic juggles stuff like that uh, are you working here or uh yeah it's kind of call work what, what are you doing
0: fun. Um, most of the time, balloons, one
4: of the better sculptors
1: in the world. I don't know if you know about balloons. Sculptors. Oh, yeah. Good job, sir. <laughs> All right. All right. So this one's very meta. This guy told me about the Bowflex. So this Ronnie is the Ron Peel. You don't have to use eggs. Award for best <laughs> optional item. These are the things that you could ask your operator about. Also ask the
0: operator when about. When you
1: called in for some indeterminate price and additional S&H, baby. The nominees are the big, bad, butcher block. Showtime solid wooden knife block holder. like it was six feet wide to hold all these knives.
0: It doesn't take up a lot of
1: space. Awesome. The white handled knife set. I like the way
0: the handles are finished off with the three rivets. We have
1: the 40-piece flatware set. That's eight place sittings of that shitty, god-awful flatware. My beautiful...
0: 40-piece Showtime flatware set,
1: which is your forks, knives, and spoons with the stupid handles on them that I
0: just hate. This beautiful flatware set matches your six-star stainless steel cutlery.
1: And then the 10 Easy Grip Super Sharp Showtime Scissors Package, because if you don't have 10 sets of scissors in your house, I don't know what to tell you. What do you think of that? So if we're talking options, and now you've got a powerful blower. The only thing that I would Want to actually get be the butcher block? Use
0: all your knives
1: because otherwise, I got some concerns about storing this shitload of knives.
3: And I have a
0: drawer like this at home. That's a
1: bunch of knives,
0: thousands and thousands. So
1: yeah, I'm in on the butcher. block. You box.
3: mentioned the Flatware set; it's god <laughs> awful.
1: Yeah, it's not only expensive; that's dangerous.
3: It's real bad.
1: The guy with the eyebrow ring and the goatee definitely has a cheaper version of that flatware yeah. set still.
3: Oh, I shook your hand,
0: I, I, I it down.
3: <laughs> and he's got so much bacteria in every bite. No, I love it. There's no cleanup. Yeah. He's like putting it in his mouth up to the the handle of it. I just did it right in
4: front of you. What do you think? I mean, if you're in the market for flatware. Oh, yeah. You're going to try it? Something's not right. That's right. Get flatware. <laughs> that shit ain't flatware. That's bulgeware. Like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hashtag not all bold But like,
4: I you mean, just yeah. get flatware that looks nice. <laughs> like, you don't have someone else tell you about flatware. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a problem. Yeah,
2: I believe you've got some very pressing problems.
4: What do you got, Mark? See, I was
3: looking at the white handle ones because they didn't really talk about them. They kind of had them up on the screen. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if they cost a little bit more.
1: the price? Are you going to tell
3: If us? your kitchen is like more white than it is, you know, wood paneled or whatever like that, it might look better. So... I think for some people, I think this is more of a value. It's your greatest value ever. If their knives are white. I wonder what the upsell was. What do you think about the
1: value of these knives? I wonder if they're like, oh, if you want the white handles. It's like 50 bucks. They're like, it's going to be six more payments. <laughs> 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 right now it's three. You're paying nine payments if you want the white ones
3: like, God, do I get the Butcher no, Block? No, they're like, you're paying more. You get 16 uh, stigma.
1: <laughs> I don't know that many people. <laughs> <laughs> the only one
4: that I thought was bad, straight up bad, was the flatware. Oh, gosh. Butcher Block is cool, which we were talking about. Yes! The white handles are kind of interesting. Sure. That's legit that you might want white handles. So the
1: only pushback I have on the white handles before you go any further, mm-hmm. is that you also have white-handled steak knives, though. I don't know what to say, Because really. that's where included.
4: Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. The white handles feel more back of house. Sandy. Right, which I kind of yeah. like about that. Yeah, I like toasted buns. I don't know about you. But yeah, with a steak knife, that doesn't work. Oh, uh, yeah, it's kind of called Which is why I'm not picking it. Choose a controller. Ooh. I'm going with the 10 Easy Grip Super Sharp Showtime Scissor Package. Ask yeah.
0: about my giant, easy-to-grip Showtime Scissors Package.
4: To go against the grain, because... I liked the obscene amount of blades that you could get here.
0: And with all the different blades that job's turned into an expensive jigsaw puzzle.
4: And 10 more. 64. Sounds good to me. It's 20 more. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Just break them apart. Yeah, you have more. Yeah, that's, that's logic. That is value.
0: Now we're up to a
4: $60 value. That's the value bro. <laughs> There's a treasure underneath. But yeah, I want to see what 10 other scissors look like. I want to look like that guy. And I want to play with them. I really want to eat it. Play with scissors?
1: Very good question. Be careful. That's dangerous. Easy grip. Super sharp. This is
2: razor sharp.
1: Don't yep. run. So we're scattered. Can
2: I show you something? But easy? you know what
1: I think that means? Are going to tell us? So this is a Ron Popeil award in a Ron episode. Mm-hmm. So if you do two negatives, it makes a positive, which means the inverse of what we selected was that we all flatly oppose the 40 piece flatware set. So therefore the winner of the Ron peel, you don't have to use eggs. 75 hard-boiled Award eggs. The word Ronnie is the 40-piece flatware set. You believe that shit? Okay. So it's kind of dummy-proof. Damn, it's fucked up. Yeah. I'm not kidding. <clears throat> yeah.
3: Only the Ron Ronnies. It's the right one to win. If Ron picked yeah. the winner, he would pick right. that one.
2: So Ron is going to give you a fork.
0: Also, ask the operator about my beautiful 40-piece Showtime flatware set. This beautiful flatware set matches your six star stainless steel cutlery. And the play setting is just downright elegant. A foot
4: guys we got another category to get through what? you better not lose it jail. i'm
2: going to jail i want you guys sharp
4: <laughs> hey, don't fuck up in you. Don't fuck up on you. <laughs> you may know who we are but we know who you are
1: i'm the guy who does his job you must be the other guy this is another brand spanking new category we're giving barry ozer the night off remember barry ozer barry you've been on a hell of a run my man i tried jogging nothing more great job by you but you've earned the rest we know that You've been heavy all your life, so you probably want to grow up a snack, get a nap in, that's fine. I've been heavy all my life. And we're gonna head to the Mimi Umadon. Choose your blade. Award for best blade.
0: Some folks call it a slang blade, I call it a kaiser blade. And
1: I think you'll be very surprised, Meme. Can I show you something here? <laughs> because the winner <laughs> buys lunch. Whoa, you're right, this is a mess. All right, so it's 25 pieces, but it's 19 separate items 64. somehow. Get your back straight. <laughs> Here we go, in order of appearance or in order of how I wrote them down from their appearances, the nominees are <laughs> the Showtime knife, the sportsman knife, the bagel and bread knife, the chop and serve, the garnishing knife, the carving fork, the carving knife, eight steak knives, the poultry shears, the saw knife, chest knife, cheese knife, large paring knife, small paring knife, the cleaver, the professional filet knife, the boning knife, the knife sharper, and the solid flavor injector value
4: at $30. I can go quick because I've never had a cleaver.
0: Make sure you get one of these is my cleaver. I
4: understand why you would want a cleaver. It's a real man's knife. What I've never seen is the chop and serve. My dad okay. wants to give everyone the chop and serve knife. This is what I'm going to pick. That's the one that I saw used that I wanted the most. This is what every guy wants. The bread knife is satisfying. All these other knives are satisfying.
0: Delicious, nutritious. It's absolutely
4: sensational. The chop and serve was the one where I was like, I don't have that. And I want it. And it looks really, really fun to use. So
2: once you chop the food up, drop it right into the frying pan.
4: That's a thing that I want tomorrow.
2: Am I right or wrong?
4: So Mm -hmm. that's what I want. Chop and serve. Chop and
0: serve.
4: Wow. It's funny you mentioned the bread and bagel knife because
3: uh, he mentioned that you can buy a bread and bagel knife or a bread knife for $75. We all have bread knives. Where? Why and
1: how?
2: You can go out and spend $75 for a knife that does nothing but bread.
3: I
1: don't know. Yeah, you can buy anything for any price if you want to pay the money for it. All right, Dan. I guess you could, yeah. If you go to Walmart and the knife is $18, you can still give them 75 and walk out.
4: Yeah. They'll be confused because that's not how transactions work, but still, you can do it. <laughs> but
1: That guy doesn't understand a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just got a tip.
3: <laughs> See, I have a... bread knife.
0: I've been a rich man. It's
3: a $35 bread knife, but it was signed by Ken Griffey Sr. See that black smudge right there on the blade? Yeah. Look at it closely. Pretty recognizable signature. Which made it like (laughs) a little bit more expensive on the market, so that's the one. (laughs) Big toast guy, yeah. I'm going showtime
2: knife. Buy loaves of meat. This
3: is the money in this commercial. This is the knife. That they are selling. This is the most expensive knife in the whole thing. It
2: is a a full
3: time. I don't think you can put a price tag on it. A knife
2: like this is going to cost you at least a hundred dollars because
3: it is the one that I think was invented for this one. So it's just downright elegant. All funny jokes aside, I think the Showtime knife is kind of the most versatile thing that they made here and is probably the most valuable. That's about a
0: dollar and a half each.
1: Interesting. And it's also the namesake, right?
0: Welcome to Showtime's Great Nice Giveaway Show. It's the
1: namesake of the series. It's the whole goddamn thing. It's like Ron's flagship of his knives because he had the Showtime rotisserie. This is just the Showtime knife. Everything else is a type of knife. My boning knife. This is just the Showtime knife. Mm -hmm. And it's got the fork on the end of it. It has
2: a fork on the end, so you pick up the meat, dip it into the gravy. Which
1: is strange. I've never had a knife with a fork.
3: I've never had bread that moist before.
1: I like the garnishing knife.
2: Listen, I have so much fun with this little fellow over here. In
1: theory, but I don't think there's a ton of garnish work going on in the home. Mm -hmm. That feels like more of a back of house to be focused on your apple birds. We teach you how to make
2: the apple birds.
1: Which did look Beautiful.
2: It's just downright
0: elegant. What was
1: the booklet called? Oh, God. Cut it out, cut it yeah. up. yeah, yeah Some shit like that.
0: Don't cut it out or yeah. something. Yeah.
1: They just popped in a graphic. You
0: get my turkey brining or marinade
1: booklet. The chop and serve is fantastic and mm-hmm. I want one also. Yeah. The Miracle Blade series also has the chop ends. They have the chop in scoop which is the same knife. The Miracle Blade is the Showtime knife. It's their rip on it. Mm -hmm. But I wish I knew more about how to properly use a garnishing knife. We teach you how to make the apple bird. Or a boning knife. Here
0: comes your bone-in ribeye, brother man.
1: Or a filet knife. I
0: got some uh, filets for later on.
1: They did have that great cutaway to Alaska. I brought
0: it to Alaska. That
1: was cool. Ketchikan.
2: Used to make these cans out of steel. Shout out
1: Ketchikan. That beautiful halibut and also that strange lady who was using that knife for her barbecues.
2: Last week I was having an informal barbecue.
1: I wouldn't be comfortable if she was like, I'll get the skin off this salmon. She's just like going yeah. across the edge. And cut the skin off and it cuts so easily. I don't want any of that.
3: That's the filet knife, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Her informal barbecue, she called
1: it. Last week I was having
2: an informal barbecue.
1: Yeah, but an informal oh. barbecue, but you have these 25 knives out. It's like, what are we doing here? I don't like really? coming to this house. I don't like block parties because I don't want to
4: know who my neighbors are. That's not a nice. That's a nice. This is a real steel party. <laughs> Informal barbecue. Yeah, that was amazing. Can we
1: keep it to waving. Hey, Mike. Morning. That's it. That's all you want. Ha ha ha. Should we talk about the solid flavor injector at all? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yes. No. Do
4: we want to? Yeah, because it's just... It's fucking gross. No,
0: don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad.
4: There's a lot of issues here. Again, it's like the Ron's cuisine thing.
0: Fried bacon-covered mac and cheese.
4: Like, this is a normal infomercial.
0: Even meets USDA standards for canning.
4: If we take all what we know about the history of this stuff out of it, this is a normal infomercial.
0: Calm out.
4: And then they start injecting meat with... Garlic, which you don't do. That's not a thing that you would do.
1: I just did it right in front of you. What do you think? Well, not just garlic, Dave. You can inject garlic cloves, cranberries, walnuts, pineapple, black olives, sun-dried tomatoes, or fresh herbs. Now you don't have to use eggs. What? Why do you want it inside the meat, though? They're in the computer?
4: There's other ways to do that.
1: Yeah, I remember a thousand years ago for the 501 Fryer, when he's talking about power steam frying the flavor. Flavor steam fryer roast. I'm proud of myself All right, for standing up for what I know is right. You did a good job. I called Paparana on his hypocrisy, knowing that he had the flavor injector. It's my new solid flavor injector. From eons ago. And then he pivoted to power steam frying the flavor in there. Flavor infuse your water for steaming. So that felt like a little hypocritical. And it just seems weird. Yeah, all around a weird guy. Like, I enjoy cooking, as I've said a number of times. I like the process of preparing foods to cook them. It's just a lot easier
0: for him to come to a restaurant and let us do it for him.
1: I've never looked at a piece of meat and be like, I've got to get them guts. I don't eat meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's So pull it out, and it's about three quarters of the way done now. That's good. Yeah. I like a good marinade. The turkey frying chart...
4: I think I know what it is. Please tell it's me. It's what it
1: is. It's what
4: it is. I think I understand it from your research and from our research. The fact that he's an inventor. Who
1: is this great
0: American inventor?
4: And he's just making up shit for his products.
0: Backpacker.
4: And he's not interested in cuisine. He's really not interested in cooking. What are you doing? We have reservations in about 30 minutes. He's interested in making... Kitchen things. And
0: at Ronco.com, you can order the Showtime Rotisserie and Barbecue. Right.
4: And
1: a leg of lamb with fresh mint, pine nuts, and pimentos jabbed all the way into the bone.
4: But that's what I'm saying. He sees like a turkey baster and he's like, that's an interesting idea. Here I have some shoe leather. That thing fucks. What? <laughs> Don't you want your meat to taste more garlicky? Just inject it with garlic.
2: Stinky, nasty
0: garlic. And
4: anyone that the cook is like, well i mean there's other way, but that's not ron's game that's not <laughs> you can make your famous clam sauce
0: and now i'm going to show you how to make my uh
1: clam sauce can we turn off the machines Great. just
4: inject it with a thing he's playing a different weird game
1: this is what i do just before the big game i mean going in the wayback machine he's been crossing the streams for a long time he's been injecting carrot juice in his pasta carrot, yeah and spinach juice if i want spinach not only do i get He's trying to simplify things. He's like, you don't need to eat spinach. We're
0: making spinach linguine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guys, every infomercial
3: we've ever watched, people are cutting corners. Lunch cut a corner in no time. Injecting something with garlic is cutting corners.
4: Yes, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, you don't have to marinate.
1: You don't have to prep. He's getting in there. Oh, yeah. What if you were going to a family member's house? Like, What if you went to go visit, both of you visiting your individual brother's mat? And either one of them was like, oh, I'm going to, uh, I'm making a roast drink. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That's going to be great. He's going to hang on. I just got to prep it and he's has an unseasoned piece of meat and just jabs a plunger in the side of it and starts crushing in. Mm -hmm. Cloves of garlic. Put in garlic. And then imagine you eat it.
3: Eat up, guys. Tell me how good that is. And you're like, oh are you hiding cocaine?
1: Yeah, you're cutting it and you just had these cloves of garlic falling out on your plate. There's a whole cloves of garlic. And you got like the one two punch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's too much garlic. Because
3: then you just eat (laughs) a piece of garlic. I actually call bullshit on the technology of it. Like I feel like if you put it into something that's solid. You're not gonna be able to inject it into it.
1: Marcy can fly- not
4: consistently. No, no way. Like yeah. it's
3: gonna get hung up inside the syringe.
1: You're right. This is a mess. That gasket has to be amazing to maintain pressure to push through meat.
2: Back fat and bat wings.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You don't make a literal surgical strike. <laughs> yeah, this is
1: like how they season meat in the nick. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah, right, yeah, yeah,
1: And this is called What <laughs> Asabuco. We can't leave yet. We got to talk about the poultry shears. You need shears. So the poultry shears, I have a knife set that came with scissors and like I use them as scissors.
0: Here I have shears.
1: I've never thought of cutting meat with them. Now, these poultry shears, I use them for a variety of things. These are called specifically Ron's poultry shears. I use
0: them for cutting through chicken.
1: So Dave, you have kitchen shear experience. You can do that with
0: these shears. Yeah. What
1: have you cut? A chicken.
0: If you're a gardener, you're gonna love these poultry shears.
4: Because- You
0: poultry sheared it. If you buy the shears directly from me, we sell these shears for $30. Whoa.
4: If you follow an old French recipe and you cook a whole chicken, which I've only done like once just just to do it. I
1: love this kind
4: of chicken. It's crazy. Julia Child does it. You can like smack it with a cleaver. Oh, the cleaver. You bite. can do it that way. Or the easier way is to cut the backbone Gross with cooking shears.
0: You'll also receive the shears to cut all your poultry. So
4: yes, I have done it.
0: I
3: literally did that. How did it work in the rotisserie that way? I don't know how I could do this at home with any other machine. In Ron's registry? Yeah. You could have powered steam fry. Do you have to like tape it around it? I mean, that was a big turkey, man.
0: No.
4: <laughs> you just puned it with feavers.
3: Look at our beautiful cook and look window.
1: <laughs> yeah, glue gun it.
4: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Pound you sleeve well, Let's completely across the street. Alright, what do you think you want to do? A cheese bird? Yeah, yeah, right. Boys are gone. What
1: has happened to you?
3: Yeah. You only got to half of the, the shears, by the way. Because he talks about landscaping with it too. If you're a gardener, you're going to love these poultry. Which is awesome, too. (laughs) They're like cutting chickens and then they're like out there like
1: cutting branches off. Oh, yeah. He took
4: the knife and he cut the drywall with it and it came out. Sharp as it was before, and we even cut chicken with it later. I've mm-hmm. cut
1: flowers with my kitchen shears.
4: Certainly I wore can. my pink clothes. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I
1: guess I'm closer to that. <laughs> this is a pretty good one now that we're talking about
3: it. Okay, now the tuxedo seem kind of fucked up.
1: Last diversion before we make a selection is the saw knife. I hate this saw. I like that he says that he invented the saw. Knife. Over here, I designed a saw knife. For whatever reason, the way he talked about that, it really stuck that he said invented the saw knife. Well, I've created
0: the greatest knife. He was like,
1: this is only for bones. Now, the saw knife is only for bones. You can use it on anything you wanted to cut. Because it's, All right, Daniel. Once it crosses the threshold into my house. I can just like throw it into my drywall if I want, you know, like I know it'll Mm -hmm. cut the drywall. The drywall is always dusty. It'll either stick or if it's so sharp, it'll slide right down. Big city sliders. I wouldn't be mad about that because it'd be really a cool story. Plus you can cut chicken after that. How about chicken? (laughs) Then I can make my famous drywall chicken. (laughs) The kids love. They love that. Daddy, can you make drywall chicken? Instead of beef, we're going to go to chicken. Let me grab the showtime, kids. My other daughter, Lauren. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but guys if you're talking about fine surgical steel fine surgical steel one tang it is a a full tang. it's the showtime it's the namesake it's the driver right at it steering the yeah. ship the whole way Shot, something just came off the building so congrats to the inaugural winner of the mimi umadan choose your blade and the showtime knife needs to buy lunch
0: well i created the greatest knife a knife that'll never get dull. We call it the Showtime Six Star Plus series. And over here, my cousin Arnold, who wants to show you my fabulous Showtime knife. It's called the Showtime Night. My Showtime Night guarantees. If you help us advertise this fabulous Showtime Night package, you'll also receive my daughter Shannon, my other daughter Lauren, some shoe leather. Call now.
4: What a nominees from Ronnie's mm-hmm. standpoint. A lot of everything from Ron. There's numbers.
1: (laughs) There's no way to get around it. So if you watched this infomercial, you got pounded with knives. Ours happens to be better. Hopefully this has helped to repair you two, your relationship with Ron. So are we better? The way that I think it did for Ron and Arnold because just that professionalism. I like that professional creep. That's all you want. For me, the way I was raised, You've got family is just professionalism, so to me it makes a lot of sense. Goodbye. I can relate and I appreciate that. So I think that's a nice thing. No? Oh, you guys have families. That's a different thing. Sorry. Go ahead. You no, guys
3: no, it's not nice because he didn't <laughs> ask me if I wanted 8,000 knives. He just told me I needed 8,000 knives. And
0: I
1: have a drawer like this at home. I think he's saying it's 40 bucks. Throw out whatever you don't want. They're not sitting in my warehouse anymore. That's about a dollar and a half each.
0: (laughs) I don't want
3: that. I'm dealing with somebody else's garbage right now. Like, why would I want someone else? Why would I want this guy's garbage? Mm -hmm. He should
1: have kept that drawer he threw out at the beginning, just shook it out, and then put his knives in there.
0: Look at that! See? He had like eighty-five <laughs> different knives in that drawer. Forget the eight hundred and forty.
4: It's also like what a drawer would look like if you put all of his knives in a drawer instead of on <laughs> a organized board. Our Showtime solid wooden
0: knife block holder. You know.
3: Yeah, some <laughs> So just buy them all again.
4: Yeah, buy it again. Buyback program. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the church. Why are we still giving yeah. you money? Because we need more of it. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I I get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: totally. You're not making any more statues, no.
4: Is there more heaven? Yes. (laughs) It's in the cloud.
1: You (laughs) guys had any new books recently? This one's getting a little. This one's a little stale. Oh gosh. The kids could do this too, but now. Hey, we're nothing if not intellectual. And I've been thoroughly stimulated. So. I'm very aroused. I'm all cut up, man. I'm, I'm ready to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Guys, never forget. If there's one thing that we always talk about here on Call Now is that we won the call. Okay? So thank you all for listening. God bless Ron Peel, And, you know, friends your whatever you guys do. Yep.
2: Bye.
1: See
4: you, drop life, Boys. Drop and serve. That
2: boys are real cut up. <laughs>
1: Thank you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, or follow on your preferred podcast medium. And for all things Call Now, visit callnowpodcast.com. And if you want to connect with the boys, you can find them at callnowpodcast on Twitter and Instagram, or send them an email at callnowpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can't fight the urge to pick up the phone and call now, you can leave them a voice message at 617-356-7439. If you call in the next 30 minutes, you might just be the next starved Call Now! Thanks again for listening. We hope you tune in next time to call now.
3: Thank you for listening. This has been a B plus effort. We'll try harder next time.